0: Good morning, children of God, and praise the Lord. My name is uh, Walter Apunia. I do serve at Kampala Community Chapel, which is along Lugogo Bypass. I want to bless the name of the Lord for this uh, moment that He has given us to encourage ourselves in His Word today. Uh, Let us pray. Father Almighty, we are so grateful for the gift of this new day that you have given us, oh God. None of us knew that we would wake up alive, oh God. But every single day that we find ourselves rising up and we are still breathing, it is just by your grace and we cannot take it for granted. And so may you receive all the glory, the praise and the honor that you are due. We thank you, Lord, for this moment that we come together, Lord, to share in your word that our our faith, Lord, may be rooted in you. And so I pray that, Lord, may you use me as a vessel to convey your message to us this morning. I pray that may your word come with clarity, that we shall be able to understand and hearken to it, O Lord God Almighty. Thank you for this moment. Mm -hmm. Be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Friends this morning the theme that we are sharing on is generating faith by the word generating faith by the word and it is taken from Romans chapter 10 from verses uh, from verse 5 to 17 but allow me to read it uh, from verse 1 up to 17 and I'm reading from New King James Version it says brethren my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear with them, I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the hand of, of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The word of the Lord. Said our theme this morning is generating faith, by the word. Let me just begin uh, by giving a definition that we already have in the scriptures concerning the word faith. And that is found in Hebrews 11 and verse one. The writer of Hebrews defines faith like this, that it is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see and so as we proceed with our sharing brethren i want you not to forget about this that as we are talking about faith we are talking about having confidence that what we hope for will surely come to pass and it is not grounded on what we can see with our physical eyes it is confidence in what we hope for, but not the things that we see with our eyes. And so this morning we are saying that we need to generate our faith by the word of God. Friends, looking at the text that has been presented uh, to us uh, this morning, there are things that Apostle Paul was so pertinent about concerning the nation of Israel. And that is why actually in verse one of chapter 10, he prays for the nation of Israel. And he says that, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Apostle Paul desired that the Israelites will come out of the ignorance that had covered them into an understanding of the personality of Christ and what Christ has accomplished in our lives, so that they as a nation would actually be saved. Uh, In the preceding chapter, chapter nine, there is something very important that Apostle Paul raised concerning the nation of Israel. And that was uh, about their decency or, you know, uh, their being related to Abraham. Now, The children of Israel, we must not forget that the nation of Israel, God had actually chosen them, selected them from the many nations in the world that through them, his glory would be made manifest to the entire world. And that uh, through that, the entire world would come into a faith concerning the son of God, and that is Jesus Christ. But now we see, friends. The the children of Israel, because of their relationship with Abraham, they thought that through that they already had an inheritance uh, as far as God's promises were concerned. All the promises of God were theirs, basing on their relationship with Abraham. But then Apostle Paul writes and tells these uh, people in in actually uh, chapter 9 from verse uh, 6, it says, But it is not that the word of God has taken no effect, for they are not all Israel who are of Israel, nor are they all children because they are the seed of Abraham. But in Isaac, your seed shall be called. And so what is presented before us this morning is how the children of Israel were trying to function as far as their faith in God Was concerned. And one key thing highlighted here is about their relationship with their ancestor Abraham, whereby they felt very comfortable that because they were related to Abraham, then all God's promises were theirs. And so their faith was grounded in the fact that they were descendants of Abraham. And another thing that we actually see is, as Paul is trying to explain in chapter 10, is the idea of the law. We know very well that the Lord handed down uh, the laws to the nation of Israel through his servant um, Moses. And these laws had you know, customs and traditions that the children of Israel were practicing. And so because of these traditions and and these customs that they had, they felt that it was well between them and the God that they were serving at that particular time. But now when we look at the issue of, you know, the children of Israel becoming descendants, being descendants of Abraham, and the fact that they were so focused on the law of, you know, Moses, We get to realize that the things that they were basing their faith on could not actually lead them into a saving relationship with Christ Jesus. And that is why Apostle Paul prays that the nation of Israel would actually be saved. Friends, this morning, we just want to encourage ourselves. We want to challenge ourselves that if we are to have faith, the confidence, in things that we hope for, that we do not see, then our faith needs not to be grounded on the things that actually we can see with our eyes. And so I want to pose the question this morning. What are you basing your faith on as a child of God? What makes you to feel that, you know, it is well between you and God and that you are able to, to partake of all the promises that God has given unto you. As for the nation of Israel, they felt through their being related to Abraham. Allow me to say this morning to us that God does not have grandchildren. If probably our parents were believers, we cannot ride on that fact that we are belonging to a believing family, and as a result, we are children of the Lord. And so we work basing on that faith that God will be good to us. God will fulfill his promises in our lives because we belong to believing families, because we belong to parents who are believers. Friends, you know, faith in Christ Jesus, faith in the Lord, salvation is a personal thing. You and I need to take a personal decision to work with the Lord, forgetting about uh, you know our relatives who have ever walked with the Lord. If we are to to have this faith that is not grounded in the things that we see, then we have to meet Christ as as me and as you, not basing on our decency. And so sometimes we find that we are challenged, friends. Because of what we are, affi- the people we are, are affiliated to, because of the fellowships that we are affiliated to, we feel that we, we deserve the blessings of the Lord God Almighty. But that is not what Paul is, you know, encouraging this morning. Paul desires that Israel's eyes should be open so that they know that faith in the Lord is not about their relationship with Abraham, but it is actually through them coming to a point of encountering the Lord on a personal basis. And then the second thing is about the law. Because they focused so much on the law, their idea concerning righteousness was actually not the right view that they were supposed to be having they based so much on self-righteousness that was coming from the works of the law. And friends, when we base our faith on the things that we do in the name of the Lord, and we think that because probably we are very committed members of our churches, of our fellowship. Whenever there is a call to support church activities, we are there. We are always at the forefront of doing it. You know, the different traditions that the church has got, we are always part of it. We embrace them and think that through those traditions, our faith in the Lord, you know, is going to be rooted we are actually deceiving ourselves, friends. Our faith in Christ Jesus cannot be generated by the good works that we do. That is why Paul labours and tells these people that we are not saved by works, but through faith, you know, in Christ Jesus. And so there is no amount of good works that can ever grant us this faith that we are talking about. In other words, if we think that the good things that we do for God will actually help us to have that faith in him, we are deceiving ourselves. Because when things go wrong, we are going to begin recounting the things that we have done for God and actually blame God, God, we have done all these things, but why is it that such and such a thing is happening to me? Why? Well, because we think that God is entitled to do good things to us simply because we are also doing for him. So the nation of Israel missed out the point. They made the issue of faith to be something that was very complicated. And now Paul is writing to the Romans and is telling them that actually. This is not something that needs to be very high. It is something that is very close to us. It is something in verse in verse number six, it says, but the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Children of God, having faith, the faith that is based on things we hope for, not the things that we see, has got more to do with the word of the Lord. And Paul is telling these people, it is not something that is far fetched. We have made the issue of saving faith to be something that is very far fetched. And, and he was talking in reference to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Deuteronomy chapter 30, when actually Moses was, uh, chapter 30 from verse 11, it says, For this commandment which I command you today is not too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it. Remember friends, Moses ascended and to the mountains to bring down the 10 commandments that God had given to the nation of Israel. And in like manner, probably they would feel like the issue of faith that Apostle Paul was talking about was something that needed to be fetched from somewhere so that it would be brought closer to them. And Paul is saying, it is not far. Friends, there is a way we at times make things complicated for ourselves. But Paul is saying that the word is not far from us. It actually closed in our lips and, you know, in our hearts. And so when we only open our hearts unto the word of the Lord, and we confess this very word, we are able to partake of this salvation. And so because of all these that the Israelites had, they had zeal for God. The zeal that they were having was not based on the knowledge of the word. The zeal was based on their relationship with Abraham, was based on the laws that they were following, the works of the law. They felt that they knew God. They felt that they were the blessed nation. And so every promises of God was was actually theirs. Many times we have found ourselves caught in that same line, friends, where we have zeal for the Lord. The zeal that we are having is actually not based on the truth of the word, but probably it is because of where we are affiliated to where we fellowship from because of the things that we see happening in that kind of you know atmosphere and we feel that we are really children of god friends saving faith cannot come from works saving faith cannot come from our decency but saving faith is generated through the word of the lord that is why I just want to run to uh, verse seventeen of chapter ten, where Paul says, "So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord." Faith that can earn us salvation in the Lord is not generated from anything else; it is generated from hearing and hearing the word. Of the Lord. Let me pose this question to us, friends. We live in an era where many things, many voices are actually speaking to us. Our hearts are open to listen to news on a daily basis, the different things that are happening in the world. What do you normally listen to, child of God? What we listen to. Informs what we believe in. The challenge today is that many well meaning Christians do not spend time to study the word of the Lord. Yes, we know we believe in the Lord. We know we are children of God, but we've taken it for granted that because we are born again or we have yielded our hearts unto the Lord, it is an automatic thing. We have faith in the Lord. Friends, acknowledging the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior is just a step into this faith that we are talking about. You and I need to be grounded in this faith. You and I need to to grow in this faith. But if we are to grow in this faith, we, if we are to have this saving faith that we are talking about, that is not based on what can be seen, but what we hope for, then there is no any other source that we are going to, to listen from other than the word of the Lord. Who do you listen to? What do you listen to on a daily basis? As a child of God, Do you have a plan, you know, for studying the word of the Lord that you may be informed concerning the will of the Lord for your life? You see, the challenge is that we want to do the will of the Lord, but we we do not take time to know what that will of God is for our lives. We are not talking about being so prayerful here. You know, you can be prayerful, but you pray without knowledge. You can be so zealous for the Lord, but the zeal is not rooted in the knowledge of God's word. The things that we do that are not connected to the word of the Lord cannot bear much results in our lives. And that is why Apostle Paul is saying that faith comes by hearing and not just hearing anything else. It comes through hearing the word of the Lord. What do you listen to, child of God? Just as I say, there are many voices that speak to us on a daily basis. If the word of the Lord is not engraved in our hearts, then those things, that the different informations that we listen to, they will fill our hearts. And now when situations come our way, challenges come our way, We are going to compromise because what is seated in our hearts, you know, in our lives is not something that can actually help us overcome that situation. And that is why it is very important for you and I to make sure that our hearts are actually filled with the word of the Lord. The Lord told Joshua that for him to have good success, then the word, you know, the word of the Lord, the commandments, the words of the commandments that God had given unto him needed not to be far from him. The Lord encouraged Joshua to meditate upon the commandments day and night that he would have good success. It is said in Joshua 1a, the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you'll make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Friends, the word of the Lord should be our daily portion. We should feed on it. When we feed on the word of the Lord, the Lord, it will actually inform whatever beliefs that we have Concerning the things of this life, we shall get to know that there are certain things that do not make much, you know, uh, sense as Christians, and so we shall not lay efforts on them, but focus on things that build us spiritually. And so, if the faith that we are the saving faith we are talking about, that we are supposed to have in the Lord, is to be part, and partial of our lives as believers. If we are to generate this faith, then we are not going to generate it from listening to any other information, following any other thing, but listening to the Lord God himself speak. And we have the privilege that we have the word of the Lord with us, friends. Let's study the word of the Lord. And as we study the word of the Lord, our faith will be established. Many of us dream of having strong faith, like the biblical examples that we look at. But what do we plant in our lives? The things that we plant in our lives at times choke our faith in the Lord. Even when we desire to please the Lord, to do things that glorify the name of the Lord, because we have planted negativities in our lives, There is no way we can please the Lord. And, you know, we can't please God without faith. So for us to have this faith that is pleasing unto the Lord, it is not going to come from anything else, friends. It is not going to come from our backgrounds that we had believing parents. It is not going to come from the fact that we are very good members of the church who do everything that we are supposed to do as, you know, members of such fellowships that we attend to. But it is going to be from the fact that we acknowledge the Lordship of Jesus Christ and his word is our daily food. And so when we walk by the word of the Lord, whatever we speak, whatever we do, the experiences that we go through, this word of God will inform how we respond to those things. And at the end of it all, the negative things that surround us will not be able to stop what God has in store for us. Child of God, one advantage of this faith is that it does not segregate. And that is why Apostle Paul says in verse 12 of that, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. Now, the the challenging thing with the faith that Israel had was that the way they looked at themselves made it very impossible for other nations to actually be considered as children of the Lord. Because if you're not related to Abraham, then you were not part of them. If you were not practicing their customs and traditions, then you were not actually part of them. But you and I now have the privilege that when we Study the word of the Lord. When we acknowledge the Lord, receive his word, study it and walk in it and build our faith in him. Regardless of where we are coming from, we shall partake of the blessings of the Lord God Almighty. And so friends, I just want to leave us with this challenge today. That what is it that you fill your heart with on a daily basis? Do you think that because... You are filled with good works. God knows you. Do you feel that because you do good things for God, then your faith in the Lord is established? Do you feel that because your parents were believers and so you are still functioning in that same faith? No, this is a personal devotion unto the Lord God. Let's not be blinded like like the Israelites at that particular time. But may we allow the word of the Lord to inform us? We live in a very challenging era, friends, where we have many people who are zealous for the Lord. But what is challenging is that their zeal is not rooted in the word of the Lord. And therefore, there is no way uh, they can have this saving faith when probably their lives are informed about what they listen to and sometimes wrong doctrines. Friends, when they are in the face of mountains, challenges, they cannot stand. Why? Because they did not allow the word of the Lord to shape their faith. They allowed other things to, you know, to blindfold them other than allowing the word of the Lord to transform them. The Lord desires that we study his word. His word transforms our lives. His word builds our faith in him. And when we are built up in him according to his word, then for sure all that God has planned and purposed for us will come to pass. That even when we meet negative things in this life, we shall be like Apostle Paul who says that, for I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Unless we have this faith that is rooted in the word of the Lord, we shall always fall, we shall always stumble, we shall always complain, we shall always grumble, we shall always feel that God does not love us, we shall always feel that God is not fair to us because we feel we are doing a lot, but God is not seeing what we are doing. And yet when it is the word of the Lord that has informed our faith, whether we do things and we are not appreciated. It is, it is not going to be a problem. Whether we meet challenges, it is not going to be a problem. But we know that there is hope ahead of us, which is that of spending the rest of eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. So even when there are things happening, and I, but because of this hope that I have, I will stand my ground because there is a crown laid up ahead of me. May the Lord help us to root ourselves in his word, that his word will be a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path, not anything else, not our experience, not our acquaintances, not the things we are doing, but just the word of the Lord. The Lord bless us, friends. Shall we pray? Eternal King of glory, you desire that we should walk in faith. But sometimes, Lord, we occupy ourselves with things and we become so busy in them, thinking that because we are doing them or following them, sometimes it is the traditions, we think that our faith is rooted in you. But thank you that you are unveiling our eyes today to know that it is not about the works that we do, it is not about our being descendants of believing our families, or oh God. It is not about those things, but it, it is about your word, Lord God Almighty. And therefore, I pray that may you give us a hunger and a thirst for your word, that we shall, Lord, study your word on a daily basis, reflect upon it, and it will inform our walk in this life. And that through it, our God, we shall be strong men and women of the faith, our Father. That whether we encounter challenges, O Lord, we shall not be afraid of them. But cling to this hope, this hope that never disappoints, of spending the rest of our lives with you in eternity. Thank you. Be glorified and magnified in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you. Amen. 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 We thank the Lord for the word that he has sent, that he has sent through you. Surely each one of us has learned something, has been reminded of something, has been um, edified. And we thank you very much, Reverend. Brethren, we are going to pray. We're going to continue praying from where Reverend has stopped. And I pray that each one of us will pinpoint something personal from this sharing, that you'll be able to lift up to the Lord. Um, father, we thank you and we bless you this morning. We thank you for the word that you have sent, my dear Lord, through our brother my, brother, my Lord, my Father, a reminder on how to generate faith by the word. For we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing of your word and your word alone, my Lord, not of how many fellowships we attend, not of how many men of God we listen to, not on how many uh, sermons we listen to, but by your word and your word alone. So, Father, we come to repent. We come to repent because we have thought that we can generate faith from other sources. We come to repent that we have thought that by our actions of looking like zeal, my Lord, we are generating faith. We come to repent, my Lord, because we have Built up self righteousness from those works, self righteousness that does not, that is not kind, that is not humble in the congregation, self righteousness that is not, that is not goodly, that is not peaceable, that comes from wisdom, that is not from above. Father, we come to repent that we have lived like entitled children in the kingdom, thinking that because we are this, God owes us that. Even As we lean on our self-righteousness, we come to repent, my Lord, because we have depended on ourselves, on our abilities, on our experiences. We come to repent, my Father and my God, and to pray that you would help us. By your grace and your Holy Spirit, we come, my Lord, and we approach your throne of grace. Seeking mercy, my Lord, that will be forgiven, but that you would also show us the error of our ways, my Lord and my Father. We come to repent, my Lord and my Father, seeking your word, my Lord, that it would be what fills us, my Jesus and my Lord. We repent, my Lord, for seemingly living lives that are too busy, that we never get time to study the word, even on Sundays, my Lord. We pray, my Father and my God, that you would remind us, my Lord, that it is only by this word that we can be able to live. It is the very food for our soul. It is the very sword of our spirit, my Lord and my Father. So without it, we are left bare. We've, we are weak during times of trouble. We we are shaken. We are double-minded without His Word. we are We are not standing on Your Word. We are constantly wavering between faith and doubt and faith and doubt. My Father, we pray that You would help us my lord to stay in this word that our zeal would be best on love for you and love for the word my father and my god we pray that our hearts our hearts would be anchored that they would be anchored my lord in the word even as you told joshua we've been reminded that joshua was told stay in this word and think upon it meditate upon it day and night that you would be successful, that you will not stumble, that you will walk in a straight and narrow in the, in the straight and narrow way. Father, we pray that we would remember every morning when we wake up, that we would prioritize this word, whatever we are, wherever we, we walk, my Lord and my Father, we cannot be too busy, my Lord, for this word that you've given us, that is a, that is a light unto our path, my Lord, for then how do we walk? If we don't have a light in such dark days that we live, my Lord, my Father, even with within the very church, my Lord, Father, continue to conflict. Co- continue to give us no rest. Actually, my Lord, no rest until we, I know what, until we are filling our hearts with your word, until we are hiding it in the very crevices of our hearts, my Lord, and we think upon it, and we are guided by it, that every decision we want to make. We first think upon scripture and then are able to to make a decision. Father, we thank you, we bless you, that you alone are righteousness. And it is by faith that we are righteous, that we are your righteousness, O Lord, O God. We bless you, we thank you, my Lord, for you alone are all that we seek, my Father and my God. May our actions align with this that we believe, my Lord. May we make time for the word of God. May we study personally and then as as a fellowship in the different fellowships that we have, my Lord. May we not be drawn away. May we not draw back to perdition, my Lord and my Father. May we continue on as true faithful soldiers. We bless you, Father. We magnify your name. In Jesus' precious and good name we pray and we believe. Amen.
0: Amen.